Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, welcome to the Urban Pitch Podcast, the beautiful game of life. Today we have LAFC in the house. Black and gold. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right, right. Patrick Aviles, welcome. Thank you, thank you. Happy to be here, guys. Yep. Thank you. Thanks. Mm-hmm. And also our guest co-host, Gilbert. Gilbert Mita. Yeah. <laughs> HP Futsal. Yeah. HP Futsal in the house as well. <laughs> All right. Patrick, uh, I think a lot of people have already met you and they know you because you're fully well representing LFC wherever you go. Can you Always. tell us? Yeah, great. Can you tell us a little bit about your role though and your actual life, you know, within the, with the team? Definitely, definitely. So I'm supporter relations is my title at LAFC. Um, what that means is basically I'm the liaison, the conduit, kind of the communication point between supporters and ownership and the actual club itself, the office, um, which, you know, as you guys know about supporter culture and all the soccer heads out there, supporters are the most avid fans and they're the most vocal fans. They're there with you when you win. They're there with, there with you when you lose. They have opinions about everything, which is great because they care the most. They're deeply invested in the club and, and really they're the heart of the club. So that's a huge focal point for our club and for LAFC is to embrace that culture and help grow that culture. Right. So That sounds like a fun job, right? It's awesome, man. I, yeah. I love it. You guys know me. I like to drive all the way, all the way around LA right. and meet everybody and meet new people and play soccer or just watch soccer. You basically get, you get paid to party and play soccer, basically, right? <laughs> it's not a bad gig. Like yeah. two, more, two more of those positions on the, yeah. on the, on the team or what? Hey, huh? hey. We don't mind working for you. They should make us a major. As long as I'm his boss, though. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll hey, I'm to you and you're Right away, right away. Right? It's all good, right? Always want to be my boss. As long as you guys are repping the black and gold, you're there. Yeah, yeah, right. Hey, Any day. You know, you already got one employee on board. Like I don't that. know about this guy, right? I'm on my way. I'm on my way. I'm making process. Right on. Right. So, what's the best part of your job, though? Like, you know, um, if you could point to one thing, what do you think is like the, the best thing that you really enjoy doing? Sure. Truthfully, it's meeting people. It's you know, I grew up in LA and I love LA. I love the culture of LA. So, just meeting. There's so much that goes into that culture of LA. So many different personalities and interests. Mm-hmm. So, going around and meeting all the different people that come from all the greater LA area, um, and really making that connection of soccer and and finding out why there's such you know, passionate fans for the game. Right. That's what I love. Are there any uh, interesting uh, personalities that you that are top of mind that you can like kind of say, hey, you know what I mean? That you were like, I've met some interesting guys from like here and there. I'm sure there's all kinds of different people you meet, right? Definitely. No, it, it's awesome. Uh, there's some definite characters which are cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got out of one of our supporter groups, the District Nine Ultras. You've got a father-son duo there that are live and die for soccer together. Uh, and I think that's really cool. And, and they've got names like the Commander and mm-hmm. the Dragon. And, mm-hmm. and they both play drums in the band for the supporter group. And that right there shows me such an awesome like passion that they can share a father and son relationship with a, a shared interest. That It's cool. So, right. What about uh, some exciting things that are happening, uh, not only in your kind of realm with the supporters, but how about with the LFC in general? Anything that you can kind of share with us? Cool Ooh. stuff that's going on. We got a lot <laughs> of cool like, stuff. Maybe like kind of like you know borderline secret, but you know just amongst friends here. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. You guys want to pull out the secrets? Yeah, uh, yeah. I, we got a lot of cool stuff running right okay. now. Um, biggest thing is obviously the construction of our stadium right there in the heart of the city at Expo mm-hmm. Park. Right. Um, we're basically wrapping up demolition of the sports arena, mm-hmm. which was a pretty quick task actually. We're, we're stoked about that. 
Um, so the next phase is going to be pushing around the earth and then pouring some concrete to start building our home. Um, so we got a, a cool event coming up around that, around the, uh, the pouring of the concrete and whatnot. But I'll kind of leave it at that. <laughs> what, what about uh, for like a stadium? What, you've been to soccer games, right? Yeah. What, what's your favorite part of like a stadium? Because like right now they're building it, right? Maybe we can throw in some suggestions that may take place. You know? like, what are you talking about in terms of view? Like or? you go to yeah. yeah no, I think, like, I think for what's me, important to you? Yeah. When you well, go to for me, is the view. If the I had view. a better view and like a good crowd, a good crowd. So you know, don't, we don't need to go to the man for that. It's just mm -hmm. about you need better tickets, bro. Yeah, I do need a good ticket. We got that ticket. I would, I would, I wouldn't mind. I would. Mind sitting anywhere in the in the crowd as long as the crowd is really really good. But you guys, they right. drive they drive the game. Right, but they they I, I have mm -hmm. seen you guys talk about how like every seat pretty much has a pretty good clear line view. Right, that's one of your guys' things that you guys tell. Right, definitely. Yeah, I mean our owners spent a really good amount of time studying other stadiums in MLS mm -hmm. and stadiums around the world, and uh, I think there's still opportunity in MLS when when we're building all these new soccer specific stadiums to yeah. enhance that experience. So we're looking at creating some really steep, very close and intimate uh, seats for our whole stadium. I, so know, I saw that. It was like, isn't it the, the highest, right? Uh, yeah. The degree, right? Yeah, it's, it's, I think someone told me it's about the, the highest degree of, yeah. of steepness before you actually start to get vertigo and right. start just ralphing all over people. I know. So well, like, you're kind of scared of heights, no? A little bit? No. You're good? No, right. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, no, it's well, going to be super close though. I mean, like at one point on the on the touchline, yeah. the closest fan's going to be about 12 feet from the end line. Right. Oh. So watch out. You might take a ball to the face. Boom. What about, uh, I know you guys are obviously big picture wise still, but what about some of the like minor, smaller details like food vendors, that's what we care about, right? Like, right, you know, right. 250 million, that's beyond the scope of what we cost right now. I'm, I'm like, if I go there and I'm like, what kind of food are you guys gonna have? What kind of beer are you guys gonna have, right? Definitely. You guys know about that kind of stuff yet or what? Um, still entering those talks, uh, street tacos that we all eat. Oh yeah. You know. You guys gonna have street tacos there, you think? Oh, taco trucks. Street tacos, some taco trucks. <laughs> right. Maybe yeah. even a little KBBQ. Like, mm. you gotta, you gotta have everything that people in LA come right. to love when it right. comes to food. Right, Korean barbecue. Right, shout out just in case. Right, 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 barbecue right. tacos, just in case people wonder what that KBBQ is. Right, gotta well, know, gotta know. They have Korean barbecue tacos. Yeah, man, where you been? Damn, uh, that's my bad. I gotta take well, it next well. time. <laughs> I only know that tacos are from Mexico. So, yeah, yeah. Well. No, there's some Korean barbecue tacos that are bomb. Okay. I'll can't so, wait. Yeah, I've been there. I've been to Africa before, so I've seen yeah goats and yeah. Same, people. same. I did, did a little stint there for the World Cup in South Africa, and okay. they had some awesome barbecue that yeah. was very different than American barbecue. Sure, it's better, right? Well, <laughs> 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 okay, speaking speaking of diversity, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I know that's a big part of LAFC culture and like the ethos, if you will, and the things that you guys are going for. Um, and obviously, with the, the stadium being in downtown LA, you know, and you have the different cultures and uh, represented the ethnic enclaves, uh, is that uh, something that LAFC, you know, has a very, very kind of strategic, you know, initiative on about reaching out to these different cultures? How's that coming along so far? Definitely, no. It's it's something that's incredibly important to the club and to me as well. In you know, growing the supporter groups is making sure that everybody's represented and, and main, making sure that the club is inclusive and welcoming to everybody. Because, um, I mean, this really is like a world city. You look at the top three cities in the world, you got New York, you got Tokyo, you got LA. People come here from all over the world. Sorry, London. <laughs> People come here from all over the world. So we want to make sure we're really, that's a part of the fabric of our club. Mm -hmm. So being there in the heart of the city down there in South LA is huge. So 
the way we want to do that is to be embracing of the community and really yeah. giving back and, and helping out. And I think you do that a lot with the youth and providing them places to play and programs to play in. Uh, yeah, just want to welcome everybody. Downtown LA is happening right now, right? True. Uh, is there are there plans to take advantage of that with the location of the stadium and the and the team? Are there specific things that you guys are looking to do to differentiate yourselves from, for example, LA Galaxy, right? The incumbent team that's been here since what ninety what six ninety five yep, yep ninety six right? ninety six and uh, five championships, right? Uh, I'm first of all, I'm very excited about the whole rivalry thing that's going to happen. I'm super stoked about that. I think like, I think it's already happening. No, oh, yeah, it's already happening. <laughs> it's, already, right? it's already happening. Right? A little bit. Right? Right? I see it that's online. Ask, yeah. I follow online all the you know yeah. trash talking and back and forth, and you know as long as it's friendly, I think it's great, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's good for both parties. I yeah. agree. I mean, yeah. the, the biggest thing for me is growing soccer in this country. You know, mm -hmm. I, I think more soccer the better. You can't yeah. go wrong with two teams in LA. Right. Um, it's going to be awesome. That we're looking forward to the competition for sure, and we have respect for them big time. You have to. They're mm -hmm. five-time champs, and they've been yeah. doing it since the beginning. So, you know, definitely respect to what they're doing. But we're excited to start challenging not only them but everybody else in MLS and show what we can do. Give, give, us, right. some, give us some of your inside strategy, man. Some tips and secrets. That you, guys <laughs> are doing, you know, um, I, I think it starts in the stands, man. I think creating that culture and creating our club and and our supporter culture. That's where it's you can really see a rivalry, you know? Okay. Mm -hmm. There's always going to be players on the pitch fighting mm -hmm. every game, you know, come and go for years. But yeah. it, what you have in those stands and what you have in the city, and the people is really what makes it uh, makes I, it awesome. I think it's going to be interesting when, at one point, LAFC is going to be playing LA Galaxy right. at the LAFC Stadium. Yeah. yeah. So There's going to be, be a, like, you know, a classical for sure, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Sounds like it's going to be a classical. What's the... With the uh, the supporters groups, you know, and that, like he's talking about, right? Because I know I'm familiar with the LA Galaxy supporters groups, and everyone mm -hmm. kind of knows the Angels Brigade and some of the other ones that have been out, right? Yep. You're gonna put your uh, your your new supporters groups against these guys that have been around for ten years. That you know they know how to beat some drums over there too. You know? Oh, no, <laughs> like dude, they've they've been around for you know ten, twenty years. So yeah. They they've got a good thing going, but mm -hmm. you know this is this is MLS 2.0, and this is a new mm -hmm. chance. This is, this is where new ideas can come from. So right. I think a lot of our supporters are excited for that. We have some mm -hmm. supporters that have actually been involved in supporter culture for just as long. Mm -hmm. So they're going to bring their experience to the table. Mm -hmm. But then we've got a whole crop of new supporters that are on board for something different and have right. all these really awesome ideas of okay. how to grow supporter culture. So yeah. I'm happy to. So people that are listening to this podcast and not watching YouTube, they don't know They might not, if they haven't met you before, they don't know what you look like. I'm just gonna do a quick description, right? You're, <laughs> the rundown. Yeah, yeah. You're Chilean, right? Yes, sir. Chilean, hundred percent Chilean, hundred percent Chilean, right? Jesus, Gilbert, that means that means he's from Chile, okay? Uh, is Jesus looking like Jesus look alike? <laughs> yeah, he's got the long hair, right? Good point. So he's got the long curly hair, right? Shoulder right. length, right? That's right. The reason why I bring it up is because it's not like you're just a corporate dude working for LAFC, you know, like a soccer team, you know? Right. You, you. I'm sure the fact that your personality, you have a personality, you have interests, all that kind of mm -hmm. factors into a lot of the decision making that you make and a lot of the excitement that you bring. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 100%. What, give me some, you know, let people know about your personality. Like, <laughs> what are you into, right? Because I know that affects sure. a lot of the cool things that's happening. For sure. I mean, you know, growing up in the city, it's all about creativity, it's all about style. Mm -hmm. uh, at least that's a huge part of it. Uh, that's what sets us different. And, you know, that's why a lot of people look to LA and what the trend is. So, you know, growing up, I was a soccer loving kid and ever since I was five years old I played soccer 
whether it's AYSO or club or in school. And, uh, you know, after outside of that, I was listening to music. I grew up on music like crazy with my older brother and learned everything from rock and roll Metallica to, you know, true hip hop with Ice Cube and, and Jay-Z and everybody. So music's always been a huge part of my life. Learned how to play guitar at an early age and played drums after that. So between soccer and music, that was a huge part of how I grew up here in the city. Okay. So with your interests and the things that you're into, like, first of all, with your hair, right? Shoulder length hair. Yeah. It's, you're going for broke in the sense of like, if you're not working for LAMC, it's not like you're going to be working for corporate America at IBM. You know <laughs> no. what I'm talking about? No, no. I never thought I was going to be a suit in a cubicle. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I like to be outside, you know? Yeah. I like to have some style. I go to a show at night. Okay. Go camping and hiking on the weekends. I go surfing almost every weekend, right. you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I think the the time that we live in now is that you can be who you want to be and express mm -hmm. who you want to who you are mm -hmm. but still get work done still okay. come across and have an awesome idea and, and run with it are we going to see some of the the urban influences and interests that you have that i'm sure some of your coworkers have is that going to be part of the lafc flavor if you will definitely definitely a, a huge part and as you guys have gotten to know me of uh growing our club is being involved in the street scene um, whether it's art, whether it's music, all that, you know, fashion, even all that culture, it's 100% L.A. Mm -hmm. So for me, growing street soccer is mm -hmm. really important. Um, I also grew up, you know, skateboarding. And I, and I always equate kind of what street soccer is going through right now to what skateboarding was in the 90s. Mm -hmm. You have little teams popping up, whether it's HB Futsal or Bola or Brazuca. And you have their, they're claiming these different little parts of the city where they mm -hmm. practice and then they show up at all the tournaments and play. So it's a lot of what, you know, kind of the Bones Brigade and, and Tony Hawk and Peralta and, right. and all those guys were building mm -hmm. back then. Um, I think it, it's a cool counterculture movement. Mm -hmm. I mean, me for myself, when I was growing up in school, soccer wasn't cool. Soccer wasn't on ESPN. It wasn't on SportsCenter. Mm -hmm. um, and even the fields, I, I, you know, they didn't have a soccer field in my field or at my right. school that everybody could use. So I would play on the blacktop more often than not. And that's where I learned a lot of, you know, different skills that maybe some people growing up in the Midwest or in other parts of the country that have fields would learn. Mm -hmm. Street soccer. So that's right up your alley, right? So mm -hmm. the LFC, right? You guys mm -hmm. were involved with the recent tournament that he had with HB Futsal, right? right. Mm -hmm. First of all, how, how, what did you think of that environment? And, you know, is that something you, LFC is looking to be more involved in with kind of from a grassroots perspective? Yeah, 100%. I loved it. I mean, I think what you guys going on have going on there, Gilbert, is, is mm -hmm. huge for that community down there in Huntington Beach. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, you know, I went to Brazil for the last World Cup, and right when I got off the uh, the plane and started driving through the city, I looked around, and you see soccer, futsal courts everywhere. Or you go to the beach, and you see beach soccer courts everywhere. Here, you drive through the city, and, and I see all <laughs> these tennis courts uh, that That's no one's right. using. Right. And so to me, I'm like, man, there's so much tennis yeah. space here and no one's using or, it. Let's or baseball. Play a soccer. Right. Yeah, or baseball fields. <laughs> right. You know, so there's yeah. so much opportunity. And, yeah. uh, and I think also people, when they think about soccer in Los Angeles, mm -hmm. they think beach, they think fields, they think kind of that suburban after school minivan vibe. Mm -hmm. But there's so much more to that. There's, you know, the downtown community, the actual inner city street, mm -hmm. East LA, the Valley, South Bay. There's all kinds of different soccer around here. So I think for us not to embrace that and not want to help grow that and showcase it, we'd be missing out. Yeah, for sure. Because a lot of people are hidden in street soccer. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to see them. It's like, for example, myself, I think we had a conversation yesterday 
uh, on Wednesday rather um, about soccer or me uh, coming to the US and not seeing anything at all soccer mm-hmm. mostly like from the plane I'm just flying and all I see is a baseball field right. and then started playing you know on on the football no 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 best uh, baseball field by myself mm-hmm. and then I find a mind introducing me to uh, pick up soccer then that's when I started to see people playing uh, different people playing uh, st- uh, street soccer or pickup soccer from a lot a lot of places in Santa Ana, Huntington Beach, um, here in LA. So that kind of say is that there's a lot of people that play soccer, but not in a big scale. You actually have to look for them, and there's a lot of talent for right. sure. And I'm sure you guys are gonna benefit from that. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's awesome, and I think the street game is pretty essential to being a, a better soccer player. Mm-hmm. Um, I know right. everybody knows the stories of let's say Neymar or Cristiano mm-hmm. or whoever growing up that played on the streets and maybe. Right. Was, was dirt poor and, and had to learn that way. Well, they mm-hmm. learn skills that you don't learn necessarily like playing on the grass all the time. Right. You have balance, you have technical ability, you have you know vision. Mm-hmm. So if we can wrap that into the kids that are growing up in LA now, then they're just gonna be better soccer players in the future. Right, and they have survival instincts too. Exactly. Because yeah. it's street, so there's no rules. So you gotta actually <laughs> be turf to be able to combat a lot of things that are involved in soccer, which is for the most part of it, the psychological part of it. Yeah. And if you're strong psychologically, you can be able to play better in the big field. Exactly. Yeah. Because you can take a hit and learn how to trash talk a little bit. Right. Yeah. Hey, you're going to get gonna a help. lot of that. Yep. Even from the fans themselves. They're going to be trash talking you in the field. So if you can't handle that, then you can't do anything in the field. Exactly. Yep. Good point. What about LFC? Give us a glimpse of the LFC culture, like internal. You know, we don't get it. We don't get to see. We only get to see the public face that you guys want to show us, right? What's it like inside the office? You know, what's the vibe like? And yeah. you know, does magic come in there every once in a while? And like give you gaps? You know, what's going on in there? I don't know, Sprinkle, sprinkle some on magic. Desk, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Will know, Ferrell, yeah. I just can't get him out of the kitchen. Yeah. Like, you know, how's it like? You know, it must be cool. Like, I'm sure they come by every once in a while. But yeah, what's the com- you know, what's it like internally? Um, it's really awesome. I mean, the first thing I have to say is that I'm really fortunate that the people we have working for LAFC are all incredibly talented, very smart, and and dedicated, hardworking people. Okay. Um, they they I think believe. That comes across, by the way. I hope so, across. man. I, I mm-hmm. that's one of the things that we kind of wanted to show the public is that we're not just a faceless company that owns a team or a billionaire that lives out in a different state. Um, we have people that work at this club that you can talk to, you can interact with because you can tell that they care about this new vision. Mm-hmm. Um, right For now, sure. you know, it's, it's no secret. We don't have a team. We don't have coaches or players. Mm-hmm. So this is like the vision that we're all living in, but mm-hmm. we truly believe in it. So everybody at the office really believes in that and works hard for it. So um, it's cool. We got a good vibe. We have a good office culture. Is it like a startup feel kind of? Startup company feel to it? Total, total startup. It's okay. just like, and the dream of all startups, I would say. Okay. Um, but we got the TV on the wall, have Champions Leagues on, Champions League matches all the time, and, right. and watching the MLS Cup playoffs right now. So we stay tuned with the game and, and are right. true to it. We're not a bunch of people See, that, that, that don't care. Be, right, that, that, right. That might not be bad because every company that I've worked for previously, you have to sneak out or during lunchtime to watch a soccer game. You know what I mean? Like this mm-hmm. is the ultimate where you're working for a startup company and the company is watching, you know, showing the game so you guys can all watch together too, right? Yeah, yeah, it's in the culture. It's it's if you don't know what's going on, you know, in a Real Madrid Barcelona game, mm-hmm. then how do you how do you want to be the best? You know? You guys talk about kind of like uh, the game or other teams to be like, yeah, you know, that's pretty cool. Or like that jersey looks really, you know what I mean? Do you oh, guys constantly yeah. have those type of conversations? All the time, every day. Okay. We we have a we even have group text messages where we're just talking crap to each other all the time. About, <laughs> oh, you like Tottenham? Oh, I love Manchester United. And 
or are you up at 7 a.m. to support your team? I am. And uh, yeah, we have like scarves all over the walls. Like we care. We actually, everybody has a team that they support mm -hmm. right. outside of LA and um, we're, we're in there, man. We're dedicated soccer heads. And even the people that have come to us with awesome experience from outside of soccer, yeah. you know, they get wrapped up into it real quick because it's, it's just a fun atmosphere. It's, it's the game, you know? Did you see recently the news that, you know, I mean, it might be rumor or whatnot, but Wayne Rooney possibly being able to, to make it out to LA Galaxy with like Steve Gerrard if he you know plays and he's done, he moves moves on. Have you ever, did you see that? I did. I did read okay. that this morning actually, and you know I've always been a, a huge Wayne Rooney fan as a Manchester United fan. Me too. Um, yeah. But there comes a point in your career where you're, you're probably just not the best player on the pitch anymore. Right. So it's cool. I'm excited for the league if he's actually thinking about coming out to MLS. Mm -hmm. Uh, if he decides to go down there and, and play for the Galaxy, you know, we'll see how that, that goes. They, they've I, I, highly, I highly doubt that he's going to come out. Yeah? Why yeah. is that? I think he's a, a, a diehard uh, Manchester yeah, you guys player. Yeah. From, I, I mean, I would have thought he's that. He's been there the longest so far. I would have so thought far. that about Steve so, right? For that's true. Liverpool. That's true. Well, yeah. I think he's going to try to be a little bit different from Gerald. So that's why I think he's not, he's not going to make a move. He's going to stick around. If he's not, he's going to retire from Manchester. Yeah. It's interesting to see these guys come over from England or, yeah. or from different places in Europe mm -hmm. and, and see how they succeed or, or if they struggle a little bit. Right. Yeah, uh, I know Gerard. Yeah. you know, he wasn't in every game necessarily, and Lampard took a little while. Right. But now Lampard's doing great in New York. David Villa has been awesome in New York City. He's really embraced that city and the culture mm -hmm. and the fans, and yeah. it's translating. He had a good page, welcoming so. as well. Yeah, yeah. He's been a real leader over there, so mm -hmm. it's, it's interesting. But at the same time, the these the reliance on foreign based players mm -hmm. is getting less and less. You're seeing more new homegrown talent in America yeah. grow up, and I think that's really the goal. Everybody's embracing the Arsenal style. I don't yeah. think they yeah. don't buy a lot the of academy, players. Academy guys, yeah, yeah, yeah kids, which right. is actually a smart way. You got to save a lot of money instead of buying a lot of good players. You yeah. got build your own players. Right. Yeah. Well, speaking of academy, then how's your guys' academy doing? Oh, it's great! It's great. The kids yeah. are awesome. I mean, <laughs> I saw you guys. I saw you guys beat uh, LA Galaxy on that one game, right? The U12s. We right? did. We yeah. did. Actually, that I was, was like, uh, our first you know ever That's academy seasoning. game. That's seasoning the team. See, this, this is a really good time to be a young soccer player because that you, you, the academy game they mm -hmm. have more fans and supporters show up than any game that I've ever been a part of. Yeah. That's actually really, really good to yeah. have the supporters show up for that game. It's yeah, they had supporters showing up yeah. and drumming and hitting the, you know, the beating the drums and all of that. Yeah, the Th those kids are for sure are gonna be attached to LFC the rest of their lives. Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, yeah. the supporters really showed up, and that that was a huge impact on not only the kids but mm -hmm. the families as well. Right. Yeah. And the whole, I think, academy youth soccer scene. Right. Mm -hmm. To have supporters for a U12 match, yeah. that's so awesome. I know. That's I like, wish I was that I know. You can never get anything better than that. Right. Yeah. Like, right. And yeah, it was cool because they, they kept it, you know, respectful, but they yeah. were there supporting the whole time. Right. And then all of our kids came up afterwards and shook their hands and thanked them for being mm -hmm. there. Awesome. We're, that's really kind of that culture that's starting right now. It's starting from right. the ground up. So these kind of traditions are, are vital. And, and it's very unique, too, because I don't think uh, Galaxy brought their supporter group. They did. I'm sure they caught wind and, and <laughs> like, oh, see what's going on. We gotta do something like this. Because it keeps yeah. each other on their toes, right? Like, yeah, they're like, we gotta do like, this. Because got you can't just be you can't just be comfortable once you have another rival in your city, right? And they're doing cool and exciting things. And you get rattled. Taking notice, yeah. and you gotta step up your game and do some cool, exciting things, right? And you yeah. can't just say like, well, we're the only show in town, so they're gonna either come or not go to a game, right? No, they yeah. might go to a different game now, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. you guys. I think LFC kind of woke them up. 
I from their sleep. I hope so. I mean, they're, so they're good. doing good, good in, the, the in the field, uh, actually. But now awesome. on their media part, they're actually stepped up a lot. That's good. And they've been posting a lot more. They've been doing a lot more similar things to, as you guys are doing, so, which is very, very impressive. It shows that you guys are rattling them up. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I compare it a little bit. It's, it's very similar. As you guys talk about the whole New York scene and what's happening out there with the, the incumbent New York Red Bulls. Right. And then New York FC. Mm-hmm. Where Red Bulls was the team that was there, but they're not in, like inside New York proper, right? They're in New Jersey, yep. Right, and then New York FC comes in, and you know they're putting in a lot of time and effort and money, and then now there's this rivalry. It's kind of a very similar story, right? It is. It is. I talked to a lot of good people out there in New yeah. York, and Sean Francis, who's a, a big influencer in the soccer world. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's really interesting to see what happened there when NYCFC came in. Mm-hmm. Because it actually kind of strengthened some of the Red Bull supporters. Mm-hmm. They thought, oh, there's a new team in town. Like, mm-hmm. we're actually going to bring more people out to Red Bull. And we're going to take a little more pride in it because we were here first. Mm-hmm. So that's that was super interesting to me. But then we're going to own up to this. Yeah, but then mm-hmm. NYCFC, obviously playing in Yankee Stadium, are mm-hmm. in New York proper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's taken you know pride to a whole new level of people that right. live there. Like, hey, we are actually New York. We're here, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. we're going to show you that we're here and we care about soccer. Right. So we'll, we'll see. There could be a lot of similarities, and I think LA will have its own little spin on it with our style. But what about the oh, what about the uh, USL affiliation? Um, I know you guys are having you're probably based on your guys' philosophy and having homegrown players and the academy and all that. I'm sure you guys are leaning more towards having your own versus affiliating with a separate USL team, right? That's what I've heard. Right. To. We're we're actively investigating all kinds of. Yeah ways of doing it right mm-hmm. now um definitely it, it you can see now in the league it's really benefited a lot of the teams that have their own or have really right. good relationships with their affiliates yeah um it's part it's completing that pipeline of youth players up to the, the first sure. team so right now nothing solid yet but we're we're definitely looking into that because it's going to be vital there's a little <laughs> bit of a, a a trick i've seen and i've done some research where it helps a team pro team to have their own right third division team mm-hmm. but to be not named Team two, right? You know what I'm saying, right? Like if they're just affiliated, it's not as obviously connected and doesn't have this direct impact and uh, benefit. Yeah. But if they do, but it's not beneficial to call it LA Galaxy two because they need their own identity. Yeah, and people need to cheer for like that team versus you know being a, a tier two team in their mind, right? Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I you know from a personal level, my opinion, right. I think it would be cooler if they had their own name. Yeah. If you're just slapping the number two on it right. or, or Roman numeral two on yeah. it, uh, it's not creative. Right. And again, yeah. you, you got to go back to the game being creative. Yeah. So you know. Yeah. The reason why we ask because we know we we have no chance of making LAFC the you know the first team, <laughs> but the third <laughs> division bench like right here like I, practice I think, team. I, I think I think John is not gonna make the first team. No, sure. I'm talking about <laughs> practice team on yeah. the USL. I'm okay uh, with you know I, that's my goal. I okay. don't know about your goal, but my well, goals are like. Really I think I'm moving forward with the LAFC, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I like the eyes on the prize. Go right. Yeah, yeah, you gotta be looking up there, bro. Go and big shining, or go home. Shining gold. Right. Yeah, black and gold. Yeah. You got me. I agree, and I think that's cool, to, mm-hmm. especially where soccer is in America right now, where this is kind of weird, you know, purgatory of am I going to go to college and play for college, or am mm-hmm. I going to find a USL team or NASL sure. team, mm-hmm. or can I make that jump straight into MLS? Right. Different options now, right? Or do I go to Europe? Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's right. it's still forming, it's still coming right. together. So I think USL affiliation or teams are are a really good part of that. Let's talk fashion now. 
you know, the hat that we're both rocking, and he didn't get the memo, obviously, so, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, he's got the dreads. He's he's looking fresh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. So, fashion and, uh, yeah, let's just start with that. Fashion seems to be a a big part of your guys' kind of strategy, right? Yeah, obviously, it's not. The look, the color, all of that, Mm -hmm. right? Because you guys are starting with an empty slate, and so you guys, you know, you know, the young millennial and the younger generation have a lot of input that you guys are kind of capitalizing on, right? Right, right. I think, uh, you know, obviously, we're going to focus on the club. We're going to focus on For soccer. Sure. That's yeah. primary. Priority right? number one, right? Right. Yeah. But in terms of, you know, how we look, uh, the mm. gear and things like that, we want to make something that everybody feels good about wearing. Mm. Um, shout out to Richard Roscoe on, on his mission of making this hat, you know, right. the next Dodger hat. And, mm. and maybe it will be that one day, but... Something that, you know, really speaks to everybody in L.A., whether you're a soccer fan or not. Um, in L.A., we weren't necessarily going to go for a bright pink or an orange or a purple because that's not what people in L.A. rock. You know, they like mm-hmm. to wear black. They like to wear darker colors. Right. So Primary colors versus like some crazy fuchsia that's going to go out of style in the season, right? Exactly. Like a exactly. classic, iconic look is what you guys are going for. Exactly. So, you know. We but were, modern. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, modern, but but still that timeless kind of feel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's 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 there, man. We're definitely actively you know talking to people in streetwear because mm-hmm. I think streetwear is a big part of our culture too. If you uh, walk down uh, Fairfax, you okay. have all the awesome shops there between Supreme and Hundreds okay. and Diamond and everybody right. Hall of Fame, and you know that's that's a cool part. Sneakerheads are yeah. a huge you know demographic, I guess you could say. Right. Um, what kind of conversation are you having with these, you know, streetwear brands? All kinds of conversations. Anything from like, you know, how how much did they have their eyes on soccer, okay. and uh, mm-hmm. you know, what they would like to get affiliated with too. Mm-hmm. You know, like whether it's just that capsule collection piece, or is it kind of you know a longer running thing? And obviously, everything Adidas is doing is awesome too, from the performance side and some of their streetwear as well. So, right. really putting some options out there where people can feel good about rocking it, and you know, hey, this is my team, mm-hmm. but I know I can wear this out to dinner at night or, yeah. or at the stadium. So, yeah, yeah I think uh, you guys are obviously doing a really good job with the hats, right? And getting the brand out there because you know, there's a bunch of celebrities that have been rocking the, you know, LAFC cap, right? Like Justin Bieber, you know, he was spotted wearing it. Uh, a couple other high-profile people, right? Yeah, I mean... Who's responsible for the, the seeding process? Kind of, it's like a team effort? To Rich be honest, and you not, guys and what? No, not a lot of seeding at all, actually. Really? I mean... We've been fortunate enough that it's not like we're paying people to wear our stuff. You know, yeah. it's it's people like the logo, people like the the look, and that's that says a lot to the designer of it and everything. Right. But even with Justin Bieber, even with the Biebs, man, yeah, the Biebs, Biebs digs it. Biebs, Biebs loves it. Got it on his own or what? Yeah, dude, really? he's, he's rocking it the way he wants to rock it. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because he is a soccer fan though. He does dig soccer. We saw yeah. him up there at the Copa America watching with Neymar. So yeah, yeah he played with Neymar too. Right, juggling right. <laughs> and things like that. Right. Yeah. It didn't suck at all. It tried. <laughs> he, he sucked less than I thought he would. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Sorry, Biebs. <laughs> well, oh, well. What about uh, player targets? Like, if you're in my... Obviously, we have a couple of years ago, right? Right. But who, who... Other than bringing up players through the academy, which I, I think is important, and I think LAFC is going to be part of doing that as their you know, target and strategy, but there's going to be some 
kind of name guys that you guys are going to go for as well, right? That are established for sure. players. For sure. I mean, yeah. again, it kind of goes back to that. This is LA, you know, it's okay. mm -hmm. no disrespect, but it's not yeah. Columbus. Okay. Uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Columbus. Out. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, that was a distical. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, but yeah, we're not, we're, you know, on the West Coast, right? Very, yeah. you know, a lot of people, everyone, you know, when they come to America, right? It's one of the cities that they visit, right? right? We can't afford to start off slow, if you will, right? And build <laughs> into like a five-year, seven-year, you know, trajectory. You gotta like hit it hot, pretty much, right? Exactly. So yeah, yeah. we're we're definitely we're we're talking yeah, some to some people. Profile, yeah. Are uh, you guys gonna like have some high profile players? You know, is that gonna you know anchor the team to get not only the play on the field going, but the whole you know galvanizing the fans and getting that hype and publicity like the way Beckham did? Is that definitely one of the targets? Yeah, I think so. I think it's we're yeah. definitely gonna bring some big name talent out here to LA and yeah. play for LAFC. It's it's kind of, I don't want to call it essential because yeah. you have teams like Dallas that are doing well without sure, it, but sure. it's a pretty successful strategy right. in winning MLS yeah. Cup in this league. Who, mm -hmm. who would be a target of yours? I have a couple that I would like to see. For, oh, who, yeah. who are yours? Let me I, yours would, I would think, uh, like for me, I think he'd be a good fit in terms of not only as a player, like Zlatan, okay? I think yeah. he's an awesome player. Uh -huh. I think he would fit in really well with the LA vibe and culture, and you know, because he's got that outsized personality, right? Oh, yeah. He's he's still on the top of his game, but at the same time, he's not a young guy, so he'd be open to maybe not pursuing some of the, you know, the 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 European championships that would no longer be available to mm -hmm. him. But he's already pretty much gotten everything except for Champions League, right? So yeah. maybe, I don't know. Maybe if he does win Champions League, then I would think it'd be almost automatic from him as a player and his agent be like, yo, let's let's take over LA now, kind of. I feel like Slotton would come here yeah. and, and see all the billboards in Hollywood and <laughs> say, I want all of those with yeah. my face on it. Yeah, yeah. I'm Zlatan. Right. <laughs> which is awesome. Which I, I love that about him. Cristiano Ronaldo yeah. as well, I think, would be yeah. a, a good guy. Cristiano's a big one on my list, my okay. personal list, because yeah. you know I, I followed him when he was a, a young kid at Manchester United playing for Sir Alex Ferguson. and He's awesome. He'd, he's, be, he'd be your fantasy pick? I think so. I, okay. I, would, I would throw all my cash at, yeah. at Cristiano because he, I think he's the world's best player right now. Right. I yeah, he's actually in top. Yeah. Right. And then Messi, I mean, he's um, so he would be on everyone's list as well, but I yeah. think he's just so ingrained in you know Barcelona team culture and all that that he would be like a pipe dream to you know give yeah. all that up after that many years. You know. Yeah. yeah. When I talk to supporters, you know, that's always the the conversation that comes up. And yeah. if you talk to anybody in soccer, you know, it's Messi yeah. versus Ronaldo. And right. Yeah. I think we always kind of everybody knows that Messi is so ingrained in Barcelona. Right. He's just he lives and dies at that club, which sure. is great and that's awesome. But uh, it's hard to see him anywhere else. Yeah, I don't think he'll be moving anytime soon. But you know, if he wanted to. I think LA would be the best place to do it in. For sure. All right. The brands, right? Uh, Nike, Adidas, right? Puma, mm -hmm. right? The big brands. Um, so right now, MLS has a sponsorship, right? League sponsorship with Adidas, which is going to be ending like next year, is it? You know? I think it goes through 2018. 2018, yeah. right? And after that, uh, it either they have the option to renew or if they don't renew it it no longer becomes an MLS sponsorship it'll be per team right what, what are your thoughts on that and you know do you have a preference in, in brands and kind of affiliating with LAFC yeah I mean I don't want to pick sides yeah no that's cool I, I think working with Adidas right now because that's the league sponsor has been really great actually getting to know all the guys up there in Portland and them coming down and supporting what we're doing here in LA has been great so I, I really like working with Adidas a lot, and I think they're they're really doing a good job of getting into the youth of the game, mm. getting into the street soccer side of it. I 
absolutely love what they did this last summer with you guys at the base in LA. Right. Shout out to Adidas at the base LA. That yeah. mm-hmm. that was that was it. You know, I think yeah. that's the key to to the next level of football is more events and more places like the base LA and what yeah. Adidas did with Urban Futsal. Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously Nike's Nike's a heavy hitter in the game too. So I'm sure they're going to want to get in and and prove what they can do again. I know they they used to be a sponsor of the league, but mm-hmm. that was kind of a different time. So. Right. Uh, whoever it is, I'm just excited for them to really take ownership of growing the game. I think if you're just coming in here to you know pay the most money and slap yeah. your name all over the place, yeah. that's not going to help. But if you're authentically getting in there in the community and, mm-hmm. and helping grow the game and, and really creating programs so that right. the game is more accessible to people, mm-hmm. that makes the difference. Okay. Give me a ideal fan experience. So... Let's say, for example, the stadium's ready to go, right? And this is the first season, right? Give me like an ideal fan experience of what he or, he or she could expect from what they call a street to stadium or whatever, right? Right, right. Like, give, me, like, like, yeah, yeah. give me that whole, like, what, what are some of the things that as an LAFC fan or someone coming to an LAFC game, some of the cool, exciting, dope, LA-only type stuff that they can expect that you hope would be part of the, <laughs> the future plans. The traffic? Yeah, yeah. Besides the traffic. <laughs> hey. yeah. Traffic for 40, okay, after the traffic for 45 minutes. Okay, besides that. But even then, even you have opportunities then. to do things, right? Yeah. So that's, See, that's the difference between, you know, innovators and guys complaining about LA traffic. <laughs> There's got to be yeah, a lot of traffic. For I'm sure. glad you brought that up, traffic, man, because yeah. we have an awesome opportunity that we're right next to the metro. I know. Right there, and Exhibition Park. Okay. So you don't have to sit in traffic anymore. Yeah. You can... Oh. You can hop yeah. on that metro from Pasadena or from the Valley or from, mm-hmm. you know, Long Beach even, I believe. And you can you put whatever you want in a paper bag and bring it on up through the metro and hang out yeah. at our stadium, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. So I think that's... Paper bag it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, if I get caught at the stadium with a paper bag, I'd be like, yo, Pasadena's okay. <laughs> I did not say that was okay. <laughs> Where's uh, Patrick? <laughs> Patrick, I know, man. You don't know me? I know Patrick. He said it's okay with my 40. <laughs> It's LA, baby. <laughs> uh, no, but but all jokes aside, I mean, I think I think the experience that we're looking for is something that people can really feel immersed in. You know, it's okay. not mm-hmm. just I'm gonna sit in my car, I'm gonna get to the stadium, watch yeah. the game, and I'm gonna get back in my car. Okay. Mm-hmm. No accessibility, when, the the downtown kind of atmosphere. Right. Right. Okay. right. I mean, being there in Expo Park, there's so much to do there, and there's so much space, which yeah. is gonna be awesome. You know. Okay. We'll, we'll definitely have a lot of food options there okay. for people. Whether so you're, like, you're talking about like outside the stadium too, right? Before yeah. they even oh, get into the game. Oh, I haven't even gone in there yet. Okay, so we're not even there yet. <laughs> not right. even there right. yet, man. Okay, paint that picture head. for us, okay? So we get there and we're riding. Get you know, hungry. Yeah, yeah get metro. hungry before you get in the field. Yeah, we're riding the metro, <laughs> you know, paper bagging, doing our thing. You know, not, not LAC approved, but, you know, on our cover. <laughs> yeah, we get exactly. to Expo Park and there's people, you know, hanging out. And then, so what else? Yeah, so we'll be able to activate a lot of that plaza there and that okay. Christmas tree lane, as they call it, in front of the Coliseum. And so you're going to have all kinds of things hopefully there'll be a little futsal activation oh, going okay, on so people can get their real street soccer yeah play mm-hmm. it in before they go watch the game even after mm-hmm. excuse me um so yeah there we'll have some food trucks there as well because like mm-hmm. i said foods you know la food culture has got to be a huge part of this right. right and then a lot of that's up to our supporters the okay. next the next part is really how our supporters want to program that space okay do they want to just have a tailgate do they want to have a you know kind of a fan beer garden plaza yeah. type of atmosphere how, how is that tailgate thing gonna Take shape. Is that gonna be like 
at Expo Park, there's going to be options for people to like tailgate before the, and after the game, or how the, you know what I mean. When you say that, what do you mean exactly? Right. Well, just like uh, you know, the Coliseum is right there, so mm -hmm. you have USC games, you have Rams games. So yeah. there's definitely a tailgate culture mm -hmm. from the football or American yeah. football side of things, I should say. Yeah. Um, but also, like I said, it's up to supporters. Do they want yeah. to do a march into the match like they do in Seattle, or do they want to do more of like a, a kind of a a rally outside where they kind of get all psyched up and then mm -hmm. enter the building together at a certain time. And these are all things that I want to work with them to create these traditions and, and mm -hmm. whatever they think is best. Cause it's ultimately they are the heart of the stadium. So whatever okay. they want to do, let's do it. All right. That sounds dope. Okay. Now, now we're inside the stadium now. Now take us through that. Some of the, you know, original, maybe cool things that we may, you know, hope for. Right. So the stadium's gonna be awesome and okay. it's going to be state of the art. It's going to really blow people's minds. I can't wait for you guys to, to check it out. We, uh, we actually had a design session with our supporters recently where they came into our architect's office and they got to try on the virtual reality glasses to see what it's like to be inside the stadium on mm -hmm. game day. Um, so when you walk in there, you're gonna, you, know, you can pick going through the supporters entrance or any of the other general admission entrances. And you're going to be blown away, man. It's, it's going to be state of the art. You're going to see a really beautiful roof that's gonna help block out the sun, but still be aesthetically pleasing. Um, you're gonna see these really steep rake uh, grandstands, so people will be pitched in much closer to the game. Um, it's, it's gonna be loud, it's gonna be awesome. I can already see it right now, TIFOs right. And, and drums going full blast. Right. Um, we're looking at probably creating a supporters bar mm -hmm. in that north end section. Okay. So that way, if you're a supporter or season ticket member, you get access to your own special space or mm -hmm. special area where you can get, you know, probably some deals on food and, and beverages as well before the game. So that, you know, it's something that, that they feel ownership of and they right. feel like it's their space. And I was working with them to, to talk about how do they want to decorate their space? You know, do they want to have a scarf wall like they do in Kansas City? Mm -hmm. Or do they want to post pictures of them, you know, different events that they've had? Um, as you know, Gilbert, we had the LA Supporters Cup futsal mm -hmm. tournament. Right. So we've got this giant 110 freeway sign that oh, yeah. I think you're the winner of. All right, the trophy. Yes. Where is that, by the way? It's just sitting Sorry. in my office right now. Oh, it's in your office. Okay. Yeah. So right. hopefully, maybe we'll put that up on the uh, in the supporters bar and, and create those traditions that they're always going to see. Right. Mm -hmm. That'd be great. Yeah. One day we'll have the supporter shield. You know, when we win the whole league, and we're gonna we're gonna give to the supporters, and they can maybe put it in their bar or wherever they want. Would. Uh, that that trophy that you're talking about, right? Is that a, a what do you call it? A, the one ten? Yeah, the one ten freeway. Right. Is that a new one that's going to be created every time you guys do it, or is that the one that's like, uh, what do you call those trophies? When you don't, when you keep the same one, I, can't, I don't even know. I can't think right now. Yeah, I, th I think yeah. it's going to go around. The way was it, okay. you know, the supporters explained to me is that they're happy just putting a new plaque on it every year with the names of the winners and really yeah. watching that thing fill up over time. Oh, so I yeah. think that would be the better way to do it. Like you know, a lot of teams as opposed to one team every right. time. To create that culture. Yeah. 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 Are you guys Next gonna have a, special? Are you guys gonna have a an, uh, away section for the visiting fans? Definitely, definitely. We want to okay. definitely have a section there to host our away fans. Okay. You know, are you guys gonna close it when it's against LA Galaxy though. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good like, question. No, allowed. That's yeah, gonna be a hard one uh, right. to decipher who's from who's right. from yeah. that other side so, of LA. Uh, Galaxy people Carson, are like, hey, do you guys have a supporter section? Uh, no, yeah. sorry, yeah. not today. General yeah. admission, everyone. Yeah, no, we'll work on that. We definitely want to have an, an away section for these supporters that travel because that's that's an awesome part of the league's culture as well. So we'll we'll carve out a little slice for them. And right. when the nine, when the whistle blows, we're enemies. But after the game, we go shake hands with people and we go invite them to the bar and, and you know get along with them because hey. It's all part of the same game. Right.
So, well, you guys obviously are going to be having a lot of uh, support groups. Uh, we already created one, too, from Huntington Beach. Let's go. Um, every support group is going to have their own section or just a general section for the LA, uh, LAFC support group? I think he's trying to throw in his hat for to be a section leader. That's why. You know what I mean? Well, I, <laughs> he wants his own seats I, there. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. He gets the, that one seat that extends out into the stand that he sits in, right? Where, you know, he's like, like leading the charge for everybody with a chance. And everybody, all that. look up. Yeah. There's Gilbert right there. Okay, everybody. You do realize, though, that. That guy never gets to see the game though, right? He's facing into <laughs> the stands the entire game, right? Yeah. The cowboy. Like, hey, no, I'll be, I'll be the one watching the traffic. Everybody, yeah. traffic is cleared. Yeah. yeah. Now, Wait. as much as I love supporter culture, I could never be a capo. Yeah. I, I gotta, gotta keep watch my the eye game, on the right? game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Capo is dedicated. You're, you're sitting there and you're. Oh, well, we'll, we'll have somebody obviously to do that. Oh, hey, respect to that person. I mean, mm -hmm. they. Some they're they're super helpful because you got the new people come in and don't know how to chant or don't know when to chant. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think. The way people are going to sit, again, really up to our supporters. Right. Um, you know, we don't want to be a, a club that is building the stadium for people. We want to be building it with people. Okay. Right. So a lot of that is, is working with these groups. And so far in working with them, they've they've really done a great job of working together with each other. So mm -hmm. they're, they're it's like a family already, you know. Mm -hmm. Every group has respect for the other group because it's easy when you look at another group and say, oh, you you are a diehard supporter of a team that doesn't exist yet? Oh, so am I. <laughs> I know. So, so they already kind of bond on that, and, uh, and it's really cool. So you'll see at these uh, black and gold rallies that we're holding uh, downtown that everybody gets together and they learn the songs together, they learn the, the chants, and mm -hmm. um, they're happy exchanging scarves, and but still repping their individual right. group scarves. Right. So it looks like, as of now, I mean, everybody's going to sit in that north end together. Mm -hmm. um, We'll see what that evolves in, you know, it, whether they have an umbrella name or not, or, you know, I'm sure they all want to have their different flags and banners, but if that whole section's together going wild, yeah. that's the goal, right? Yeah, solidarity, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But besides the supporters groups, then, do you guys have any other uh, groups that you guys are kind of uh, aligning yourself with or, uh, you know, influencers or celebrities that you're starting to kind of have these talks to you know, to have alignment in anyone out there or companies or brands that you guys are doing these kind of talks with? Uh, I mean, obviously, supporter groups is, is you first know, constantly going to yeah. be popping up first and foremost. And yeah. uh, I think the next is really a focus on community. So yeah. we're doing a lot of work at, with community outreach, whether it's different programs like, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Ola, Heart mm -hmm. of Los Angeles. Sure, sure. We've done some uh, stuff with them. Yeah, so working with those guys, uh, the Brazil Youth Center out yeah. here in downtown as yeah. well. Um, Really getting getting to work with those guys is, is a huge part because I think we gotta you gotta plant your roots in there and plant them well before you just go out and you know slap celebrities on stuff. Right. Uh, obviously, our ownership has a lot of celebrity power as well, so you know that that, that gonna, stuff that part's is, gonna just naturally kind of happen. I'm sure. Right? Yeah, like in L.A. and New York, that stuff is gonna come along, and, and that's gonna be super fun and exciting. Sure. But I think we gotta we gotta build the foundation first. So okay. it's really partnering with community people and and you know face-to-face -face with supporters and people that play the game, the youth clubs, the youth academy teams, things like that. So that's where we're going to start. That's exciting. Any, any last words that you want to uh, impart to us or wisdom to, you know, two lowly guys like us, you yeah. know, about, about you know, being, doing, uh, you know, us being able to do our part, you know, for LAFC? Hey, well, what, what do you guys got? Because, I mean, you got me right now. So what yeah. do you guys want to see out of LAFC? Well, that's a good question, man. Yeah. Me, I'm just hoping to get really, really good seats, <laughs> number one, <laughs> so that I'm not in That's the nosebleed section the with show. this guy, right? <laughs> That's why I'm here today. I'll be waving back to Gilbert like, yo, what's up? I see you. I'll be like, John, <laughs> Yeah. why uh, is this guy here? <laughs> no, Who got him a ticket? Yeah. Seriously, though, other than, like, you know, obviously a great, like, fan experience and really enjoying the game, which I think is just going to obviously happen because there's so many 
smart, dedicated people making that dream happen. So I'm not really worried about that. I, I just think of growing the game within LA first, right? right. A lot of times, you know, I, I know a lot of soccer fans, like we all do, and I don't want to call them haters and whatnot, but they don't really support US soccer or MLS. Right. And I get it. I, I totally understand, right, where they're coming from. And I, there's a part of me, I'm not going to lie, that I, I can feel where they, I'm like that too. But I, I, because I, I love the game so much and I love soccer, it's like, you have to, you know, if you're going to be a true supporter or ambassador of the sport, how are you going to be such a diehard fan and wake up like at 4 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday or a Saturday to watch these leagues that play halfway around the world and yet you ignore the team, the pro team, that's 15 miles away from your house, you know? So that kind of like, I don't want to say it rubs you the wrong way, but at the same time, I'm like, you, should, you can do both, right? Yeah, no, I, I agree 100%. I, I think it's, for me, it also falls into like taking a little bit of pride in your city, you know? Mm. This is this is LA, this is our home. Yeah. Let's support what comes out of here first, or you know, at least on that same level. Um, you know, obviously, I, I like to get up at 4 a.m. too, and, and you know, for sure. go hang out with the Lucky Boys in Pasadena and watch a game yeah. uh, of, you know, EPL. And we all know that you know MLS is not yet on that level. Right. But if we don't, you know, get into it now and and give our support now, it's not going to get to that level. Right. And I truly believe it will get to that level one day. Yeah. It's moving up in a nice, in a nice uh, pace. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at the U.S. right now. Everybody's now playing soccer as opposed to, you know, you seeing a lot of um, tennis courts and me looking at all the baseball fields and now yeah. a lot of soccer uh, places. Uh, well. Coming back to your question, what I would expect from LFC is a lot more opportunities for growing players right. um, as opposed to buying a lot of players from outside. So if you can give more opportunities for um, local players, it would be way better. I agree. Yeah, yeah definitely. I think that's mm-hmm. like, you, like you're saying. I mean, opportunity is key. If you yeah. don't provide them opportunity, you don't know what could have could what could have been or what couldn't have been. So Right. Yeah. Awesome. Great. Mm-hmm. Thank you once again for coming out, Pat from LAFC. Appreciate it. Of course. Mm-hmm. Happy. Hey, thank you guys. And hey, have me back again. For I like sure. it here. We will. We will. <laughs> All right. Great. All right. Thanks for joining us for Urban Pitch Podcast, a beautiful game of life. One love. Los Amigo Boys. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs>